high feeling. And he was enjoying it, but he also felt this weird texture. He said, Grandma, what's in the soup? Live from our studio in Babson Park, Massachusetts, it's the Fred Opie Show. A young man was home from college in the Hudson Valley. It was wintertime, it was really cold, and he went to visit his grandmother. And as soon as he opened the door, he smelled this amazing aroma coming out of the kitchen. And he said, Grandma, what are you cooking? And she said, lima bean soup. He said, can I have some? Said, of course. He sat down at the table, and he got a bowl of lima bean soup. soup. Had a nice, rich gravy to it, real savory, hot filling. And he was enjoying it, but he also felt this weird texture. He said, Grandma, what's in the soup? And she said, pig ears, pig snout, and pig lips. That's what she used, he smoked pig parts. They spoke directly to where his grandmother was from. She was from Windsor, North Carolina. And Windsor, where she grew up, it was quite common to purchase inexpensive parts of the pig and use them as seasoning, not only in soups, but in greens and other things that were customary in cooking where she came from. But when she migrated to New York to the Hudson Valley to Austin on the Hudson. She continued to cook like that. Her grandson lived in New York and he had some you know, food that was familiar, but never that kind of what he would call exotic seasoning inside of the soup. Like his grandmother, many of the women that he came to find out in Austin, New York, which is the same town with Sing Sing prisoners, by the way. Many of them left around the 1930s and they migrated from Windsor to Austin and they came as domestics. One of the members of the family would migrate and then identify a job as a domestic in a home, someone who needed somebody, they'd call back to Windsor and say, we got a position for you, we'll hold it for you, you gotta get up here right away. So over a period of time, the population of Austin, New York, was full of African-American women and then African-American men, like these three women who were working as domestics. So most of these migrants would leave Windsor and come up to New York, and the majority of them worked as domestics. We also know as we move close to World War II, there was a plant in Terrytown, New York, known as North Terrytown, been repurposed called Sleepy Hollow for the purpose of tourism, but that's where a GM plant was. And that GM plant was refitted to build aircrafts for World War II. And so you do have some African Americans from Windsor coming up to take jobs at that plant. And so that was the motivation, if you were the pull factor, where people were coming up in demands for higher paying jobs uh, during World War II. Sons, you'll know that the migration patterns were predicated on railroad lines. And so people would follow those. So if you came from this region of the country, most of the people from the Carolinas, Virginia, made their way up to New York that way. The topography of Windsor, right near the water, 
And I don't know if this played into the decision or if it just was an economic decision, but Austin is also right on the Hudson. So it's a very similar topography to Windsor. And what I would later find out, something like 80% of the African Americans in Austin, New York, are from Windsor, North Carolina, which is a large percentage of people. The other percentage are people that came from the Caribbean after 1965. So you just have all these people from Windsor living up in Austin, New York. Same accents, same food traditions. All these things are happening in this town of Austin, and they have to do with these migration patterns. So what I should tell you is that the story is my grandmother. So I was the person from Oakland College as an undergrad, went to my grandmother's house. My grandmother trained to be an educator, and the story is that she eloped with a guy from Windsor who her parents did not like. And so she left Windsor, first went to Philadelphia, then heard about a job in Austin, and she came to Austin and settled there, and then all these people. I don't know if she was one of the first ones. I, I, I'm not sure about that. But I did not know that so many of the African Americans in Austin were for Windsor. If you want to know more about what I'm doing, go to fredopi.com, which is my website. You can see information on the books I've published. There are two blogs that I host there, both a food and an athlete's blog, and there's both a food and an athlete's podcast.